The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Close, do you think you came to just eating? You right just there. almost ate almost so ate much it. shit. Almost ate it. That would be so bad. <sighs> but it, it did something for Kelsey Grammer, right? We all remember when he ate shit famously off that one stage. Next year, Finding Neverland will call them up. Hey, hey, are you <laughs> are you Fraser and also the guy who ate shit off that one stage? Love that dude. Uh, Real good. <laughs> do you think if you had fallen off the stage, like? Fraser would have called you and just like, hey, you're in the club. Welcome to the club. That's not how the show starts. You're right. So hold on. (laughs) Hello and welcome to my brother. My brother made an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. (laughs) And I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 Under 30, media luminary, Griffin McElroy. I'm sorry for the faces I made during the first 30 seconds or so of us being on stage. We ate um, a lot of velvet taco. Um, but the important thing is not how much we ate, I would argue, but in fact the timeline in which we ate it. Because it arrived five minutes ago. We slammed it. We have been making noises that are not the traditional toots and burps, but new sounds, exciting sounds from new places. <laughs> new, fresh sounds. Yeah, like if you, if you fill the bagpipe with jello and maybe some gack from the we, 90s. We made a, we made a, a glump, and I, it came from my chest. What? My elbow made a slurp sound. <laughs> we had a, this is not a joke, we had a pretty serious two-minute conversation backstage where we try to think if we could make a bit out of us needing like five minutes just to sit up here while you talk amongst yourselves <laughs> to digest. And we promised like, we'd like, we'd get you back at the end, we'd go longer. Like, we weren't wasting your time. We just needed some time up here. We um, so so far here in Dallas, we did the Adventure Zone last night, and thank you very much. It it's has a been D and D podcast that we it's, well, it's, a, it's an RPG podcast, an RPG. Um, but it, it's been a very eventful two days. Um, so we did the show, and also there was like some kind of there was like a college prom last night, like an SMU formal in at our, our hotel, at our hotel, literally outside my window, and y'all, our nation is facing a crisis. <laughs> and it's that there hasn't been a party rock anthem released in like eight years. Because they were playing, no joke, fucking back-to-back shots. Yeah. Gangnam style. Yeah. And like, it's like, are, are we just done? Did, did Psy do Gangnam style? And we're like, that's it. No more party it. rock anthem. To be fair, 
Yeah. Oh, they also played Party Rock Anthem. <laughs> um, but another and Cotton Eye Joe. So Cotton Eye Joe was in there also, which is yeah. But, okay. But but what you're wondering about? Sometimes Dad comes to us before we go on stage. Like when we first arrive in a city, it usually is within the first 12 hours of arriving on the scene. Dad comes to us and he says, "Hey." I've got your pre-show bit. And he doesn't say it in those words. He says it with other words. But what we hear is, hey, good news. Your pre-show bit is settled. Our dad brushed his teeth with capsaicin cream. So what's that? And if you don't know, capsaicin is a, it's a cream people use for pain relief. And the capsaicin is, of course, the same chemical in very hot peppers. And here's the thing, when Papa told us that, I would have equally believed the mistake or I was curious. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to try. I wanted, I just wanted to find out. Let me find out. And Maybe now, he did it for his sons who he loves so they could have a good intro bit for podcasts. I that would be the only thing to explain why he does it every fucking time. Well, and this is the thing. This is, and I think New that, creams, I should know. Not always capsaicin. Yeah. It's always some different I cream. think that this is uh, very insightful uh, to see like the, the chain from our dad to us. Because how it works, <laughs> your story goes in here. So dad will do something embarrassing and then tell us in an embarrassed way, but then get a funny reaction to it. And eventually he's bragging about it to people right. like, where he'll say like, I don't tell people about how I brush my teeth. With Which is actually very cream. instructive in your own life. If you have shame, try to own it like our dad does. Yeah. yeah. Like our, our dad's like, if our dad fucks up super bad, he feels bad about it, and by the end of the week, he's like, could we do a t-shirt of this bad thing that I did? <laughs> this bad fuck-up that I fucked up? It's a good launch pad for your children's careers, too. And I don't even know if he was thinking about it that way, for instance, 20 years ago when he cut his butt wide open with a window screen and had to <laughs> duct tape it shut with a maxi pad. I don't know if he was thinking about it when he did it, like, ow! I don't know if They're going to love this, though. I don't I don't know if he was thinking about it when he held a huge tray of cold cuts and a truck drove past him so close that it hit him with the side view mirror and sent fucking ham flying everywhere. Now I know what you're asking. Where was he? How close do you have to be to have cold cuts and truck? I think he was just like at the park. And then, who was who was in the wrong place? The I very, truck or our dad? I very I have a very clear memory of being like twelve years old and driving to the hospital, and a lady that dad worked with was praying over him, and I can very much remember thinking he does not deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, please do not bother God with this. Okay. What happened? The truck and uh, coke. That is the cold. first time I've heard that this one. Yeah, one. that was that was me. I'm trying to launch a comedy <laughs> podcast up here. <laughs> See you in 20 years, boys. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> uh, so anyway, we do... We a... are going to be making a ham delivery tomorrow and get hit by one big truck. Uh, and it'll be a beautiful karmic moment. So as you've almost certainly guessed, we do an advice show. Uh, untraditional. But uh, you want to start with the Yahoo? I do want to start with the Yahoo. Okay. This one was... This one was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user. Question mark? But not like... It's not loading properly. That's their fucking name. That's what they've gone with. Question mark asks, I have an idea for a syrup. How can I go about selling it commercially? (laughs) You've heard of maple syrup. Have you heard of 
weeping willow syrup. <laughs> it's a new... Ex- it doesn't have syrup in it. How did you... I squeezed it so hard. I don't even think this person has gotten to the production stage. Yeah. It sounds like what they have done and said, I know a flavor I like is tomatoes. I know I love the viscosity of syrup. <laughs> How can I bring these two things together? There's that one oh, weeping... Honey, 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 wake up. I've, I've done it. it. Stone syrup. What? Stone syrup. What's the most expensive <laughs> substance on earth? Diamonds. I'd like to talk to you today. <laughs> well, it looks like Mark's out. He does not want to invest in diamond syrup. <laughs> I have a new idea for syrup. Have we not explored all of the syrup that there is? Apparently not. Because here's the thing. If, if this is just like add flavor to it, like blueberry, it's maple syrup, but with blueberry in it, that's nothing. That's nothing. I can do that. We're all doing our own flavor experiments at home with syrup all the time. What is this new syrup that's going to change the fucking game? Maybe it's not the flavor. It is the practical use case okay. of the syrup. Engine syrup. Engine syrup. Make your car go Make your zoom. Car sweet, sweet operation on this car. Edible. <laughs> Edible engine syrup, finally. Any, anytime you ever I, pour motor oil in your car and think, fuck, that looks good. Listen, we've all been there. <laughs> now it's engine syrup. We've rebranded. Can we frame it so that your We frame it that your car is a hungry mouth. Yes. And then all the stuff you put into it. Is food for car. Listen, we got engine syrup. We got ghost soup. We We've got, got it all. We got bottom donuts. What it tires? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I call those bottom donuts now. That sounds deeply sexual. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's part of the appeal. It's gonna make it pop on the aisle of the pet boys. That's very on trend. <laughs> With millennials. Do we need tires? These bottom donuts cost $200 more than the tires. That's right. But they're so sexual. You also, I know you meant like A-I-S-L-E of the Pet Boys, but what I heard was Isle of the Pet Boys. (laughs) Welcome to Pet Boys Isle. Can you survive? (laughs) There's three of us and one of you. Do the math. Uh, how about a question? The problem oh. with new syrup. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you're saying what the name of it is, it's going to be confusing if it goes on that thing or not. Maple syrup, no one thinks, oh, I'm going to put syrup on a maple. That doesn't make any sense. What? Hot dog syrup is like... Oh, shit. Is this flavored like a hot dog in syrup form? Or is this syrup for my hot dog? Yeah, that is, I, that's the biggest problem with hot dog syrup. I absolutely agree. Yeah, no matter which way that cookie crumbles, it's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> it's going to be a firm no. But what if it's better? Like, what if... Wait, Griff. Uh-huh. What if it's good? <laughs> the other thing... Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. The you, one... didn't, you didn't tell me it was good hot dog syrup. <laughs> Good now, does that syrup. mean the hot dog syrup is good or that it was expressed from good hot dogs? If the hot dog syrup isn't good, why is Mark Cuban giving me all this money? He loves it. <laughs> Here's a question from somebody here. <laughs> Recently, my boyfriend started up a blogging platform for reviewing pizza from local establishments. 
Everything from the info pages to the username are pizza themed. The problem is he doesn't review the pizza, but instead reviews the establishment's features and amenities, such as the silverware, table mats, and bathrooms. <laughs> he usually concludes the review with a single sentence about the pizza. Yep. Usually something brief and simple like, the margarita pizza was okay. <laughs> How do I help him improve his platform's reach and review quality while hinting to him that not even trying to review the pizza he eats at different local locations is probably not the best idea? And that's from Frustrated and Flower Mound. Are you here? Okay, wait. So, uh, hold on. Hello, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank yes, you for thank, being thank here. You for thank you for buying a ticket. Thank, thank you. you for sending I, in a question. I do have to ask, is boyfriend here? Okay, so... I This fucking kills me. So I guess you found a way to tell him, huh? <laughs> Fuck. You're just gonna fucking enlist me in your, in your, in your struggles, okay? What I got go. here is step one. I, now he had to hear it from his all-time hero. Okay. <laughs> Great. It's the opposite of hitting a home run for the sick kid in the hospital. This is the opposite it's version. It's hitting it, but the... it smashes through the window and hits the sick kid. Because everybody else is going to love the great home run. Except for that one... You have one, like, crazy long hair. Are you seeing this shit? Whoa. Holy shit. Don't derail the show. They're not going to be able to enjoy that. Get it out. Get it out. Ah! <laughs> Here's it was the, so long. Here's the thing. Question asker. You are wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And boyfriend blogger is right. Yeah, it sounds great. Honestly, it because sounds great. That's all I want. When I go on Yelp, I don't care about the fucking food. Char- I, Charles Dickens could write a book called A Tale of Three Pizzas in which he takes 600 pages to describe the three most lovely pizzas he's ever eaten. That's not going to put the fucking pizza in my mouth, Charles. All I need is one sentence that's just, is it good or is it okay or is it bad? And then if you want to dedicate a, a whole blog post to, for instance, do the locks on the bathroom doors work properly, now you're in my fucking wheelhouse. Not only do they fucking work, but does it look like they've put six different lock, lock options and only one works? I don't trust that shit. Only no, one if lock there's works? a bathroom, this is all I think about anytime I go. I scope out the B room and I make sure that it's good for me. Six locks and only one of them works? What makes me think that sixth one is not going to give out during my tenure? Um, that actually... The- we're going to get back to this in one second. I did want to briefly derail. Right before the show, I, I walked out. There's a long hall away from our dressing room that goes to the bathroom. And there was a security guard sitting in the hall. So don't fucking try anything. Nice try. <laughs> and as I passed him, I'm sort of, I don't know what to, I, I always feel indebted. Like, thank you for, thank you for your protecting service. My for life. protecting my life. So I give him like a, I told, I actually told him we, I just ate too many tacos. And then I was going, I went to the bathroom and the bathroom didn't have a lock on it. And then I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And then I was like, well, there's that security guard. And it, it's not exactly clear what he's guarding, but if he's trying to guard me and your treasure and my life <laughs> and my sort of continued existence, I did go back out and ask him, like, if you do see anybody, no, sort of Justin. Weird, if anybody, if anybody's coming this way. Just give him a heads up, because I have no lock. 
it, I don't think he. And he to, said, "Yeah, why do you think I'm here?" That's why I'm here, Justin. Don't to, worry about to it. To guard your bathroom experience. Yeah, dude, I know. I know. Yeah, dude. Don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> when I'm looking up restaurant reviews, all I care about is like I. I need a whole review that's just like, you won't regret coming here. And I don't mean the food. I mean, you, Travis McElroy, yeah, yeah. will feel like you've made the right choice. The right choice. Oh, boy. If you could have it in review, whether or not there is check candy. Ooh. Yeah. So you know, going in, that you're going to get check candy. Do, would you want that? I think I would but want... wait. Isn't that a spoiler? Isn't that very exciting? One of the few joys of adult life. When the check comes, you're like, ooh, but then there's like an Andy's Mint. So you're like, okay. Oh, but it could also free, be... Free food. <laughs> nice. I guess I got one over on you. Well, I guess I will be having dessert tonight. Yeah. Unless... Unless... It's one of those green mints and you don't know whether it's tropical flavored or spearmint. Oh. No stars. Great ambiance. Pizza's the best I've ever eaten. They give me one of those tricky mints. I will tell you what would give me a no-star review right off the bat. No clear indication as to whether I should ask for the check or walk up and pay at the counter. That is a, that is a no-star review for me right there. I can't. I've sat at a table for 20 minutes because there's nothing worse than the fear of like just going up to somebody like, here is this. Is this for you? I are you an adult? Are you? Can you handle this? I just want to go. <laughs> Fix for me. Fix for Justin. Here is money. Justin, give money. You let leave. <laughs> and, and have you ever noticed that when you do get it wrong and you try to give your waitress the money, they will fucking destroy. Every time they are so pleased to be able to say, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to have to march up there and face <laughs> what you did alone and buy some chiclets, too. Uh, I have a Yahoo here. This one was uh, sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you, Adrian. Sent in a ton of good ones. Thank you. It's from Cool Cat Four Five Six Seven. Who had to? <laughs> whose fucking house was on fire? But they just had to pick a Yahoo name real fast. Uh, cool Cat Four Five Four Five Six Seven. Cool Cat's taking shit. Get the dog. I'm a Cool Cat. What else matters? Uh. I touched a supposedly haunted piano that didn't know was haunted. Am I screwed? Okay, wait. Read it one more time. Yeah, there's something. Something I touched. I touched a supposedly haunted piano, comma that didn't know was haunted, comma. Am I screwed? Are they saying? Is this another saying, hot dog syrup situation? No, are they saying the piano didn't know it was haunted? Like, the piano is haunted, but the piano is okay. not aware of okay. the haunting status? There's no such thing as a piano ghost, which is to well, say a piano that gets killed in a terrible passion and then levitates a, its spirit. A piano, but what about those pianos that like fall when they're trying to hoist it up with Still the Still no spectral energy, latent spectral energy inside the piano. Now, a human ghost gets put in the piano... Do, now we're talking. Now we're cooking, baby. Now we've got do they know a little that, feral vehicle. Do they know that they're a piano? Second question, does the piano know it's a ghost? Okay. So, you know, one funny thing about me, hey, other fellow living humans, one weird thing about me is when people tickle me, I sing beautiful music. 
I, not words, just kind of a beautiful music. With kind it. of a bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I love that. This could be one of those good ghost movies, and he's trying to like tell his wife and kids, I love you, I miss you, I'm sorry about the big wreck I did that I beefed it. <laughs> I and did so bad on the car thing. And they see him, and they're, he's like, wait, I love you, I have so much in you. But then the wife and kids just hear, plink, 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 run away. No! Scary and piano. By the way, and so I, he literally has to be self-taught how to play piano. Yes, by, backwards, because he's inside. <laughs> by the way, Black Mirror Season 5, trademark, trademark, trademark. Okay. Obviously, we're going to sell it. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got the setup. Piano falls from a crane. Crushes a person. They rebuild the oh, piano. fusion! They rebuild the piano. What's that? Now the spirit... Or maybe the whole person's in there. I don't know how good they are at rebuilding pianos. Maybe it's every time you hit the, the second octave F-sharp key. <laughs> so your person's like, ah! <laughs> I'm in this one! I'm sorry, Steve. You're half piano, half man now. You're a piano man. Yeah, I can... Now sing us a song! <laughs> He's piano man, but he does have a gun that comes out of his leg, and he uses to shoot yeah. burps. It's weird. It's, it's not connected. It's he not actually weird. had that before the accident. <laughs> before the accident. And, and we thought this made sense because you were already part robot. Hey, piano man is actually pretty good. Like a uh, ghost that's half piano, half man. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, try a good joke. TMT. No, no, no. Like good idea to sell. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I was thinking people TMT. always tell us we don't appreciate jo- Travis's jokes enough, and so I wanted to put a pin in this one so yeah, that they pen, would stop yeah. telling me that. <laughs> Hang a lantern on it. Oh, need a bowl? Mm, one sec. A little quick drink. All right, I'm ready to do more podcast. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. Hello, welcome back. You've joined us already in progress. Okay. I'll cool. Take, I'll take drinks more often then. My boss has a habit of coming out of his office into the bullpen, loudly saying a single word, then returning to his office. <laughs> Mostly these words pertain to our work. Meeting. Parking. Cash. Cattle? Cattle? Okay. Cattle! But yes, we gotta park the cows. Sheeple! <laughs> <laughs> well, boss. Uh, but yesterday... Scannered! I was having... Free bird! Yesterday I was having lunch and eating a slice of homemade cake at my desk. My boss walked past my cubicle and shouted, Cake! And stood there. Nice. I made awkward eye contact for about 15 seconds and said, Yes? And then turned around and... 15 seconds is the perfect comedy amount of time to have waited. For Let's, that I, actually, you know what? Let, I'm just going to use the, the timer right oh, here. Oh, Jesus Travis, Christ. I, we're, we're, this is what that would have felt like, okay? I'll be the person and you be the boss, okay? okay. Ready? Go. Cake! <laughs> yes? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> And that's 15 seconds of podcast that we don't have to do. That's <laughs> just done. We'll edit that down. When you listen to it at home later, it'll, it'll be more like eight seconds. Um, I made, uh, and then I turned around in my chair and I ate my cake while not looking up to make further eye contact. So you don't know how much longer the boss was there. Days. Uh, did my boss want some of my cake? Did he want a conversation about the cake? Brothers, what should I do next time he addresses one of these one-word shouts in my direction? That's from Caked and Confused in Cowtown. 
Maybe your boss had only ever read about cake but never actually seen it. Oh, there it is. Cake! Hey, there's that fluffy stuff. And then when you confirmed his identification, yes, nailed it. Nice. Great. No, because if that was the case, like, nobody hears about cake their whole life, sees cake for the first time, and is like, all right, bye. <laughs> anyway. Cool. I'm gonna, cool. I'm going to walk away with that taste of that wonderful stuff. I, want, I wish that the boss would move to next cubicle and just be like, cereal. <laughs> or cake? No, not at this one. No cake here. Keep looking. No. And then somebody's like eight cubicles down eating cake like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Is it possible that this is not just a boss, but it is a boss baby? (laughs) Or a big situation, or both big Big boss boss baby. baby. Yeah. Uh Which is the premise of the question we're talking about now, and also the villain of the next Metal Gear Solid game. Very excited about that. Just confirmed, actually. Just you... confirmed. Uh, a big so, boss baby. Baby climbed up into the Zoltan machine. Because that's what they do. I've had a baby for 16 months now. I get like nine, ten claw machines. Can't take this kid to a Dave & Buster's. One time he got stuck in two different claw machines at one Dave & Buster's trip. What am, and what am I supposed to do? Stop going to Dave & Buster's? <laughs> Watch your kid? Come on. Got blown up into Tom Hanks. Showed up to work the next day. Apple. No. What? Uh, what? Juice. No, okay. You want juice? You want juice? Juice! Ju- yes, you want juice. Apple. Apple. Do you want apple juice or do you want an apple? Cake. Yes. Uh- <laughs> Cake. No. No. Yes. No. What are you even saying no to? <laughs> You're my boss. Boss? You can't cry in front of me. You're my boss. Boom, boom. Did you you make boom, boom? You're my boss. (laughs) I don't have to clean that up. Yes. Uh, This is the role Tom was born to play. Now, in order for this to work... The role that Tom Hanks was born to play was in the music video for I Really, Really Like You. Uh, Every other role has been ancillary. It has to be like a couple times it's really paid off. And they're like, this guy's got some great idea. So I was like, I don't know. We need to get some new computers for the office. But what kind should we get? Apple! Hey! Hey, all right! That's an idea! And the year is 1983. So he's like very... (laughs) Yeah, it's cutting edge. Sort of out in front of it. (laughs) Computers, I mean. And this man's name? was Steve Jobs. <laughs> and they were like, what's an Apple computer? And he's like, exactly. Welcome to the future. Start making them. Uh, how about a... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's hear the Yahoo. I get nervous. Yeah, I just say... No, here's why I get nervous, because we're about halfway through act, what we're calling Act 1 of tonight's festivities, and usually that's where you say, yeah, Griffin, go ahead and do your work up there. And then I start doing my work. Just and you're tapping on the iPad a lot. It just popped up. I just got a notification. This just popped up. Wait, what app do you get ghost notification, haunted doll notifications? If I told you, then everybody would get it and this segment wouldn't be special anymore. Okay. It's Google Maps. It's Google Maps. Table Fool's thing they're doing. Haunted porcelain doll with orbs. Slash paranormal slash stunning. <laughs> <laughs> we never.
never, we talk about the orbs so much, we never talk about how beautiful these dolls are. She's about to. Condition. All caps, in quotes, exclamation point. Wonderful! <laughs> okay. Well, what does that mean what for a haunted that? doll? The condition of this doll is wonderful! <laughs> um, first off, check out the orbs. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mouthful of drink when you check the peep the orbs check out those or those orbs though like a 1980s music video what <laughs> what those orbs do though <laughs> they'll fuck with your remote control Whoa. this you cannot get this hung up on each line of okay, this cuz it is like there's other journeys to go on here this doll looks just like a real little girl such a realistic face. An absolutely gorgeous doll. Her pictures do not do her justice. Hey, lady. She's got a beauty that moves. Hey, lady, if the pictures don't do her justice, take more pictures. It's a doll. <laughs> it doesn't mind. Take more pictures until you get a picture that does it justice. Get some glamour shots. Here's a doll from an investigation in Savannah, Georgia. Cold spots are often found in the room that she's placed in. Also thumping in the middle of the night. I have captured orbs in second photo, so check it out. <laughs> they want to make sure you've seen the orbs. We have also seen... We are currently reading more of the description without going to look at the orbs, though, which is kind of speaks to what we do on the show with Haunted Doll Watch, that somebody just said, I captured ghost orbs in a photo, and Justin said... I'll get to those ghost orbs later. I am. I have to keep reading. Okay. Well, then now say I'm going to have to go. I'm going to. What are you typing? What could you control F ghost orbs? Okay, so I'm picking out the second image. Whoa! Check out those orbs. The orbs are not fucking no, anything. It's there's it's not a orbs. lens flare. I mean, you all won't. You know how every JJ Abrams movie is haunted? It's just a lens flare on the orb. It's nothing. You do Photoshop, so effects, about them, though. generate orbs. Those photos do not do her justice. The photos don't do her justice. I can say that for sure. <laughs> EVPs have been... Re- okay. Sorry, I got tripped up. But we have also seen her slightly move to the side at times all on her own. She's a very beautiful doll. She has these very long golden locks of hair. EVPs have been recorded from her in the past. We believe she's a girl from around the age of nine. We have, this is the part in Haunted Doll Watch where we just kind of it gets sad in the middle. Yeah. We have tried to communicate with her and asked her how she passed. We also received one EVP saying car. Okay. And another saying ham. <laughs> so. <laughs> we believe it. She talks about her car a lot. <laughs> That's what it says. She talks about car a lot. If you wish to adopt her into your home, she can be yours. She also has an adorable giggle. Perhaps adorable is not what you would associate with a ghost giggle from a doll. Be prepared! Exclamation point. No fucking context whatsoever. Just says, (laughs) be prepared. Make sure to put a towel in a cardboard box for her to live in. Because who knows? She needs a loving home. So don't adopt her unless you're going to be good to her. Oh, you don't fucking care. If somebody pays the, I'm going to guess... $50 
$31 for this doll? You don't fucking care what kind of home it goes to. Uh, There's no screening process. By the way, $100. That's oh, a, a buy-it-now thank my you. My mistake, it is a beautiful doll. It is doll. wild, though. It's like, be good to her. She's like one of my children. Anyway, I'm going to put her up for sale on the internet. Is that how you're good to people, do you think? Is putting the children for sale on the internet? Be good to her. Be, be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. And then it just says, this is another complete sentence. It just says, nice big doll. (laughs) If you're worried about it being haunted but being too small, don't worry about that here. She's a nice big doll. Ghost got a lot of elbow room. (laughs) She um, is about a 24-inch doll from the top of the hat down. Thank you for clarifying, because if I had gotten the doll and said, well, yeah, if you count the hat... (laughs) I wanted a two-foot haul a doll. Not that I could hat. put my own hat on. Great. Just I, imagine, I think for context, the eyes of the doll would be just over the top of our table. Yeah. This is maybe... Picture it. And the, the orbs would be fucking crazy. This is maybe the most perplexing sentence in the whole thing. You're fucking kidding me. There's more perplexing stuff. Yeah, this one's really perplexing. She's an expensive doll. Sells for around three hundred to four hundred dollars. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, apparently not, because you are selling it for a hundred dollars. So, like, apparently not. Does having a ghost in the doll make it worth less? Less? Is it less valuable if to capture was, a special ghost? If there was an antiques road show where they brought on a doll, and the doll was like, I don't know, old and. <laughs> Nice and Good. belong to, you know, Lincoln. And they were like, wow, I've never seen a doll in this. Con- is this Lincoln's? Yes. This has got to be worth a million dollars. Well, one thing. Great condition. Beautiful doll. Big old doll. <laughs> big, nice big doll. Nice big doll. Be prepared. There's a ghost in there. Oh. Are we still in a mint situation or are we down to like oh, very Oh, it's like good. when someone cleans the patina off of the thing and they're like, now, if there wasn't a ghost in there, yeah. it would be like 3000 to $4,000. But with the ghost, 20 bucks. I just feel like if you're the sort of person that would be concerned about the presence of a ghost in a doll is more of a binary thing, right? Like it's not going to affect the sale price. It's going to be like, no, probably not. I don't actually think so because it's haunted and the home is where I live. So I don't think so. Uh, can I do a Yahoo? Um, I mean, yeah. 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 I guess. Who did you just check with? Dad. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Daddy. It's Yahoo Answers. No, not the user, but Adrian Cowell sent this one in to you. Thank you, Adrian. It's Yahoo Answers. Well, technically, I think if you go on Yahoo to find Yahoos for this show, you're a part of the fucking community. <laughs> And I'm saying that risking losing all of these good folks who are doing this work for us, but I call them like I see them. User CPC26CA. This one's just fucking diarrhea. The other one at least had some direction. I am a cool cat. These are four sequential numbers. Maybe this is like a, like a, a license plate. Maybe there's a code in there. Oh. It means something. I'm not going to do this joke. Um... <laughs> Am I, Wait, we can do that? Uh, am I allowed to bring my Rubik's Cube to a football game? (laughs) 
Legally, yes. Should that change? Yes. Imagine you just did one of the best touchdowns ever. Uh huh. It was. Wait, give me a second. Uh Oh. They fumbled it. You ran it all the way back. One yard line, you fumbled it. They ran it back, another fumble, you ran it back. Longest touchdown run Incredible. in history. You're getting you're living your dream. Right? Your hands in the air. You're living it. And then you look in the stands, and there's just one person like, hmm. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, back to my puzzle. And that person was my football teacher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My football teacher, Malcolm McDowell. All I wanted was for him to give me a certificate that said football grandmaster. Dude's got a fucking spiral on him, though. Like, I'll show you an outlier. Boom, 130 That's yards. That's Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sure they get that all I'll the go, time. I'll go get in the box. Um, you, you, you shouldn't. If people are trying, they're performers. They're putting on a show just for you. You realize that's the only point. Okay, okay, okay. But in in one four downs of football, Uh there's only like eight seconds of football actually being played. And then it's like a a half minute of like figuring out what the next one's going to be, which is astounding to me because how many variations can there possibly be? You either throw it or you run with it or you kick it, right? Is this, am I missing something? There's so much. But it's just you. But there's a lot of downtime. And then there's also Griffin. There's also the times where you hide it under your jersey and pretend you're pregnant. That's a fourth category. Is I think fun em ups. Like, are we gonna run, pass, kick, or do a funny, fun one? So like you're mighty ducks. Sound yeah. like a mighty ducks fun. Here go big greens. Did you? Re- but you du- guys remember there's a part in Mighty Ducks where Gordon Bombay gets mad at them for doing too many fun duck stunts, and it's like, hey, Gordon, we're trying to enjoy the movie. Can you not get mad at them for having some fun with the? But then when they call tricks, whenever they call a timeout, yeah. which in a sport, if you call a timeout, that's basically you saying like, we fucked up and we need to fix it, right? And that's disrespectful. My time in the stands. Right. I want to have some busy work. I yeah. want to. If not have the whole time to play a, a game of Pokemon trading cards, at least get my deck in order. At least solve one face of the Rubik's Cube. Are we running a danger, though, going up on the Jumbotron of the first, pe- first period? Look at this, nerdlinger. And then second period. Let's check back in. Oh, yikes. Having a rough time there, Griffin. It's all about the snake pattern. Do you need me to come down there and do it for you? And then you see, you see one of the angels in the outfield behind him like, no, he's got it. He can do it. He's got... Okay, now turn... Oh, turn fuck. No, what was God, it? Uh, let me do it. Shit. Uh, let me solve God? <laughs> Not mine. I can't figure those. Those are wild, <laughs> I man. Don't, I don't know shit about you those know, things. You know what I mean? Those, the devil. <laughs> Surprise. <clears throat> um, do we have time for one more? You want to do another guy? Yes. And we're not leaving. Yeah. We're not leaving. Yeah. We're just going to pee. And um, you can pee. I can and do we'll it. Pee. I actually have a very good Yahoo here. Okay. If I can do two in a row. Yeah. That's okay yes. with everybody here. I kid you not, Adrian Kells also sent this one in. Absolutely fucking crushed it. It's by question mark. Probably a different one. This time I think it was. It didn't load because it's a, a bad website. Uh, they asked. 
What are we going to have for breakfast in 100 years from now? Thanks. Whatever it is, it's going to have good hot dog syrup on it. The finest. What I really like is, I, obviously, they're asking, like, human beings. But what it could also be is like, hey, what do you guys want to have for breakfast 100 years from now? Let's I just want to start planning now. Let's go ahead and get it out in front of it. I, it may be weird to think it's human beings because it could also be talking to the answer could be us by robots <laughs> right humans but assuming it's talking about humans and we're still ruling shit a hundred years from now no way um what are we gonna eat a hundred years in the future answer obvious ones computer eggs right <laughs> That's one. Cy- Are those eggs computers like? Kind of cy- cy- cyber bacon. Cyber bacon. Oh, man. Amazon toast. <laughs> I, I hope that in 100 years I will be able to vape all my meals. That is why I want to get vape nutrients. I want vape. I don't just want vape nutrients. I want vape satisfaction. I want... <laughs> I went to we went to Edith's uh, Edith's cafe with the French stuff. It was good as hell. It was good as hell, but I wish I had vaped it. <laughs> I want that level of satisfaction. What I want, and I know this is a long way off, but what I want is a drone that will come to me and like bring me French toast while I sleep, and open my mouth and put it in my mouth, move my chin up and down, and massage my throat so I swallow it, yeah. and I can just yeah. keep sleeping. And it would need to know your favorite song that it could play you if you wake up in the middle of this uh, process. And uh, uh, a super sharp hypodermic needle. So you yeah. wouldn't even notice the injection going in yeah. with, with the nanobots. <laughs> I mean, it'll be imagery, right? We'll oh, it just flashes, flashes at you. Pictures of the and, food. And you're, oh, what a good picture. What a good picture. A delicious picture. Thank you, the future. What if you could... Um, Oh, yeah. Everybody stand back. Justice got it. Stand back. He's no. about to dunk. Please, Give me a... <laughs> Please don't. No. If you're sitting in the first three rows, you may get wet. <laughs> Please don't make a big deal out of it. Please. Shh. Please stop. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's not that Can good. we get the house lights up? Can I take a... I'm going to take a big drink. Please <laughs> don't. Higher. No, put the house lights Yeah, no, let him see it. Let him see it. I'm not looking. You can't make me look. Justin, you got to look, dog. It's going to be so good. Your great joke is going <laughs> to... All right. Now we're going right. to count it down. I can't wait. Listen, before I say it, I just want to let you all know we got merch in the lobby. Oh, yeah. we're gonna. Oh, let's do that. Let's walk out after this. So this we're going to come back after an intermission and do audience questions. We're going to have a lot of fun in the second half of the show after we get the great walk-off from Justin's joke, which better not stink. Uh, so make sure you try to see it in the second half. Uh, so, yeah. Justin, that joke. And let's get ready. Wouldn't it be great if... Wouldn't it be great if you could eat a gif of gif? Hey everybody, it's Griffin, and I'm here editing the episode while the other boys are 
out playing with a kite, even though it's my birthday and I'm the one who should be out there with the kite. And they're the ones who are actually out there doing, you know, kite stunts. And that's my favorite thing, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to do the the ads real quick and let you get back to the rest of the episode. Thank you to Dallas and Houston for having us this past weekend. Sorry, the episode's a bit late. Uh, we didn't get it up yesterday because we were still traveling. And then I got it up late today because it's my freaking birthday. So huff it if you got a problem. I'm sorry. Anyway, our first ad here is for Zip Recruiter. Are you hiring? Because posting your job to job sites and waiting, it stinks, and you shouldn't have to do it. It should be illegal, actually, to ask people to do it. So ZipRecruiter, they revolutionized hiring. Their technology finds great candidates for you. It learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right expertise, and invites them to apply for your job. Right now, our listeners can try uh, ZipRecruiter. Am I saying that right? Yes. ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash my brother. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash my brother. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. I also want to tell you all about Bowl and Branch. You're never going to agree on everything with everyone, but I think everyone can agree. I'm just counter, counter contradicting what I just said, but I think we can all agree you could all use a little bit more sleep. Getting a great night's sleep is easier and more affordable than you think. You just got to change your sheets. So you should check out Bowl and Branch. We got us some Bowl and Branch sheets, and I'm telling you, it's like sleeping on a dream cloud. And what's that? Well, it's, um... You know how when you dream and you sweat and that sweat evaporates, goes up and it makes the softest clouds up in heaven for God to lay down on. Um, Anyway, their sheets are made out of 100% organic cotton, which means they start out soft and get even softer over time. They got thousands of five-star reviews. Even three U.S. presidents sleep on Bull and Branch sheets. Shipping's free, and you can try them for 30 nights. Uh, If you don't love them, you can send them back for a full refund. To get you started right now, uh, our listeners can get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com, promo code MYBROTHER. Go to bullandbranch.com today for $50 off your first set of sheets. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code MYBROTHER. BowlingBranch.com, promo code my brother. See you there on the website. Uh, their forums are amazing. Very active user there. Um, hey, can you do me a favor for this Jumbotron? Can you listen to Lawn Care and toss them a like on the book, which I guess means Facebook? Um, or just get any book and open it up to a random page and write how much you like Lawn Care. That's a band. Uh, this is actually also kind of a message for the band Lawn Care. They say, thank you for showing me Mabim Bam and for being the most righteous band. I hope everyone checks out your good, good music, and I promise I'll move to Pittsburgh someday. I miss all of you dearly, and I hope you continue to be nice and try hard. Spider House Forever, love the Baja Blasters. Is that another band? That's also a very, very good band name. Also... Who sold a house to a spider? (laughs) What did they pay him with? Dead flies? Anyway, this is a message for Rhiannon, and it's from Ramen, who says, Happy birthday, sweetie, or maybe Memorial Day, or National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day, which is June 9th. Mark mark your calendars. Whatever's appropriate right now. Thanks for introducing me to the McRoy. So now we have a podcast empire to obsess about and to alienate any friends who don't listen to this wonderful family. That's their problem, not ours. It, 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 could, you, could you make it your problem and like talk to him? No, you've done enough. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And thank you to everybody who helped support the show during the Max Fun Drive. You all, uh, uh, once again, year after year, crushed it. And we appreciate y'all so much. Um, and yeah, we, we've got, if, if you missed out on our shows here in Dallas and Houston, uh, we got shows coming up all over this, this nation of ours. You can find links at McElroyShows.com slash tours. Just, uh, just about to head up to St. Louis and Detroit. 
and Columbus. So that's coming up real soon. So if you live near there and want to come see us, there's, I think, tickets still available to all three at McElroyShows.com slash tours. Um, and yeah, I'm going to let you get back to the rest of the episode. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right. Dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah. I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat rocks. It's time to enter the gauntlet. And for us. Lock the doors. The gauntlet is our gauntlet. It's not your gauntlet. It's It's not not a competition, although there will be a winner and there will be a loser. Uh, I'll do the pitch. So here's the thing. We're going to choose two people to come to the microphones. They are going to tell us their Their names. Names. If they want to give us their pronouns, if they're comfortable with that, we love that. If you, if you see that as a uh, hilarious, rich vein of goofs, don't. That won't, that won't go well for you. Trust and, me. On and that. let me double down on that. If you then see Griffin saying, "Don't make a joke out of it," as a challenge of like, "Oh, but I think I yes. still can." We no. Don't. We are in the meat space. This is not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we have microphones here. Uh, so the and uh, you'll give us your questions, and uh, we will choose the person—not the person with like the zaniest or the funniest, just the person we can help the most. Because honestly, our toolbox—you can't see it—it's behind the table. It's fairly small. It's a limited. But also, it's also set. two rules. Other rules. You know the first one. That was no bummers if you have trouble making out a million voices at once. That's right. There's a million people here. You all have set the world attendance record for... And number two... Take that, Mark Marin. Number two... Number two Our constant enemy. Oh. And number two, have it be a question and not just like a fun story or like a fun thing you saw. If, okay. If the ending of your question is, am I good? We're That's probably not, not going to pick that one. Okay. Can we get house lights up? And we're going to start picking folks. Oh, don't get up and dance around. We just raise your hand and we will... Wow, it's a big theater. Full house lights, I think. It's And maybe a little bit less stage lights. Okay. Hey, what's up? Hi. Uh, hi. I'm Sarah. I'm super nervous. Um, it's okay, Sarah. You got this. <laughs> so my husband and I go to our local grocery store um, pretty regularly, buy groceries. Um, Good thing to do there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we can no longer go to the meat and seafood count counter there because the employee that is always there does not know how that exchange is supposed to work. Well, that seems curious. Money for meat has been my understanding. What is their understanding? They hand you money? Do you have uh, meat for me? (laughs) I don't know where we get the meat. I just assume we buy it from people who come here. It's a trading I'm like an NPC in a role-playing game. (laughs) Yes, I I will take your stringy buzzard meat. Here's 20 coin. So, it's worse than that, actually. Um, It's worse than that? (laughs) That was a joke. Go on. So, uh, my husband and I didn't realize that this was happening to both of us until we both came home and complained about it. Um, We'll ask for our meat or our seafood, and he'll come out to give it to us. And when we go to grab for it, he'll pull it back and go, too slow. (laughs) 
Okay, Sarah, no. just nah, nah, nah. hang tight, Sarah. You've been through a lot, okay? <laughs> hang on. You need to just hang in there one more second. Okay. Hi. This was really scary. Wow. How's <laughs> left? I know. Imagine being us. <laughs> Good point. Um, so my name's Adam. I use they, them pronouns. What's um, up, Adam? Woo! <laughs> um, so my question is kind of weird. So, like, for... For preface, my dad's super affirming. It's not the first time I've come out to him before. Um, I'm really exceedingly queer in every way. Um, <laughs> and But my question is, though, is I have yet to come out to him as gender fluid. Now, the thing is about coming out is that it's always a weird process, even when it's affirming. And I know the person's going to be affirming. So my question is, what's a really funny way to come out to my dad as gender fluid? Hey, all right. Bye, Justin. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with questions we're less equipped to answer, Adam, and frankly, right now, I, I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. Okay. Let me check the toolbox. Hold on, let me look at the toolbox. One sec. Oh, no, there's just a sandwich in here. Why didn't we only bring a sandwich? Oh, no. That's a, that's a toffee. Adam, that's so hard because you have to understand you're asking us to come up with funny... Adam, I don't... Adam... Uh, <laughs> Were you Say the thing about Jif and Jif again. Yeah, Adam, yeah. here's the thing. One day, you'll be able to eat a Jif of Jif. If that's still, if that's become mimetic yet, yeah, maybe. Oh, that's it. Lead with that when you're talking to your dad. Like, hey, dad, what if one day. Dad, I have. Oh, and also. Yeah, we're going to help Adam real quick. Just go to your dad and say, listen, I have two really funny things to tell you. <laughs> you're going to love them both equally. The second one isn't a joke, and the first one is. They're not both funny. Okay, let me start over, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just let me leave the room and walk back in. You're reading this off a sheet of paper that you've transcribed of this exact podcast episode. And I think that's going to go real good. <laughs> so, thank you, Adam. I, I think we're... I think <laughs> we're <laughs> thank, thank you, Adam. Just, we're doing both. Yeah, yeah we're doing both. Yeah. Adam. Thank you, Adam. Adam, thank you so much. Does that help? Wait, hold on. Adam, does that help? Maybe. Nah, it wasn't. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. You are going to have to train mind, body, so that... Here's my $20. Let me get those uh, sh- little shrimp. And he goes, all right, here you <laughs> and, and then he says, you're ready. <laughs> you're... And then you have to work. And now you're the meat yeah, monger. My husband's actually tried that move. To like, <laughs> and it did not go over. Damn, the back ramped beef everywhere. Okay, here's a. Uh, what so you're the, saying it's literally impossible to be faster than this like, guy. We either have to like go out of our way to go to a different grocery store or become vegetarians. <laughs> wow. Wow. One, uh, one of my favorite things about having a baby is like to see uh, humanity condensed into because it's as much personality, but in a very small thing. And now when people do that, like, oh, oh, my baby's face is what every human being feels when that happens, but unfiltered. It's just, <laughs> and it's the best because it's like, yeah, 
that's what I feel. Hey. You're going to need, if, you, if reflexes aren't getting it done. And I still think y'all could push it a little bit harder. <laughs> You're going to need, like, a, a blowgun with some sort of neurotoxin. Or, or... You're going to have to partner with your husband, right? So you're standing there. The person reaches out. Then what's that? Your husband comes. <laughs> and, the meat, and the meat salesman goes, clever folks. And then, <laughs> and then you eat him. No, not like that. No, wait. Uh, does that help? Or what if, what if, and you just wait. Oh. <laughs> Ice them out. <laughs> or you have your own bag of meat that you brought from home and you hold it up. And he's like, oh. And you say, same time. <laughs> and like Indiana Jones it. Okay. He goes back to get the meat from the meat room. When he comes back, you're not there. <laughs> Guess that's his problem now. Do any of those help? I like Travis's idea. Yay! Well, hey, we're picking winners. You're not. (laughs) Sit down, Sarah. (laughs) Classic Sarah. Okay. All right. Uh, I got... Should we pick... Can we pick two balcony people? Let's do balcony people and and y'all start making your way down. We'll get y'all next. Uh, How about just front their red jacket? Uh, Yes, come on down. Um, I'm seeing... Let's see. Whoa. Some people are what you know what? Way up there, next to the person waving their jacket. Oh God! And th- y'all, we gotta make examples. Sorry. Uh, okay, so my name's David. David. Um, yes. And <laughs> that is the correct response. <laughs> Not a great, great start, David, but keep going. About a week ago, I was eating breakfast at Edith's. Oh, nice! Nice! Yeah, and an elderly What'd man... What'd you get? The raclette? Oh, yeah. Our dad had that. Dad had that. It's a bunch dad, of cheese. Dad, how are you feeling? He, sa- he says bad. <laughs> he says bad. Uh, okay, so... Oh. So there was an elderly man that sat next to my wife and I wearing a red jacket approximately the same color and size as Fashionable. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, uh, real quick, the rest of the question is not going to be something mean about the red jacket, right? No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> good. Because I'm very jealous of the red jacket. If I had it right now, I'd wear it. Go ahead. So that's why I started up a conversation with him, and I found out he was a retired Marine. Cool. Cool. Okay. And he said that his kids couldn't come with him on a trip to Hawaii, and he invited my wife and I. <laughs> oh. What? Now, hold on. Huh? The only like little thing was I would have. There's just sorry. There's just one. (laughs) You just had one thing. I got like eleven off the (laughs) off the dome. So this is like a Marines only resort at Hawaii, and it would it would cost us what? It would cost us a hundred dollars a person. Should we go? Okay, what I love Stop, here, stop, stop. We'll get around to it. We have another question to look. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Mine's Sarah. not quite that weird. Okay. Um, 
So I find myself... So I a... asked these two people to go to a marine vacation with me. Okay, go ahead, Sarah. Um, I find myself in a similar situation to you in that I work with two of my sisters. Okay. And my question is, how do I, in the professional world, what's the best way to establish your dominance as uh, alpha sibling? Yeah. Like... I got this, like guys. The cool one, the funny one, the smart one. I want that to be me. Dye your hair purple. Oh. Doesn't hurt. Uh, I mean, you just do the best work. <laughs> Boo. Um, get in a, I such a situation. A, I could teach you some pretty good jokes about pictures of peanut butter. <laughs> great, great. That you could maybe trot out. Kind of what I'm bringing to the table. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think the Hawaii one has a siren call. I think we already helped Sarah so much. Yeah. There's like three things that you could do right now. Fair enough. Actionable Fair enough. items. Thank like you before, so much. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. We did our best. Okay, we did our here's best. My, here's what I want you to break down for me. Okay. Because, and I'm going to lay out how I think it went, and you tell me if I'm correct. Do you want to go with me? <laughs> it's $100 a person, and we leave in, in May. Are you in? I'm serious. Are we, you in? We leave, uh, we leave in May, and I come back in June. I mean, we all come back in June. <laughs> what did I say? What did you I'm say? I'm sorry. How serious was this offer? It felt pretty serious, and he set, like, a secondary meeting place. If we, like, if I wanted to follow through, he was like, the Elks have a dinner at the first, like, the last Friday of every month. Oh, that's where he's going to get you. Show, like, <laughs> he's not going to fly in Hawaii. Oh, no. That would be cost prohibitive. He can get you at the Elks Lodge. I, so wait, is travel included? He didn't say. Okay. So, no. So, no. Because <laughs> if he had that to pitch, he wouldn't have kept that in his quiver. Right? He would have brought that. And I'm like, and I'll fly you. Like, I, at that point, I might say yes. Do you think maybe he's putting together a music festival? Like a Fire Island style? No, a fire, fire festival. Fire, fl- fire yeah. festival kind of thing where it's like, listen, I'm just trying to get this off the ground. I know young people love music. For $100, you can come to my new festival that I'm doing with Jaw Roll. That's right. Jaw Roll's back in the game. He will not be defeated. He's very sorry. Uh, $100 is a good price. It's a good price for all the bands. What bands are going to be there? <laughs> the I... Flaming Laps. <laughs> the Strooks. <laughs> the Buttles. <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? But the Beatles. <laughs> Why would that be there? Because they, it's a yeah, cover. it's a good band. It's a cover band. Uh, Justin ran out of bands he knew about. <laughs> Jimmy Buffet. Jimmy go. Buffet, it's good. good. Very good. Uh, don't. Don't. Got you. Did you? Hey, wait. Just to clarify, did you need us to tell you don't? <laughs> You were good on that before, right? It's a little affirmation. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. You made the right call. All right. Balcony. Okay, here. Balcony heroes. Let's begin on this side. I'm sorry about the height of the microphone. There. Yes. That's not very nice. Sorry. I mean, I didn't say it. I'm sorry. 
So I'm a mortuary student. Sorry, I need. Uh, oh, I need to get a your funeral name, director in training. No, oh, but yeah, your, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your name, not your job title. Name. Name. Oh, Fallon. Fallon, hello. Fallon? Fallon? Like like Jimmy Fallon. Okay, cool. I'm sorry that when people mishear you, you have to then say the follow-up thing he just said. It's fine. Because Fallon's Uh, a very cool name. All right, go ahead. I I can't hear anything anyways. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have this uh, slight problem with when when I'm public speaking or speaking in general. I I have vocal fry. My voice cracks a lot. And uh, I'm not sure what I should do if that ever happens when I'm in the the middle of a funeral and I'm... Oh... Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, so if you'd like to pay your last respects, please come up to the, to the classroom. <laughs> okay, uh, so, side note, I can do it on purpose. Okay. Okay. But I often do it on accident. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't want them to be like, Bobcat Goldthwait is presenting our funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, that. Wait, he is. I he would is. love to have Bowcat both wait at my... Okay, no, okay. Just... okay, Fallon, thank you. Let's hear our other question. Hello? Hello, I'm Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. I am also a uh, really socially anxious college student. Perfect. I thought you were going to say also a mortuary student in training. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a bitter rival of the person across... <laughs> they get all the good dead bodies, which I do. <laughs> Right, How do we get the good dead bodies? There's right, a sorry. new mortuary in town. <laughs> All right, sorry, Scott. All right, so I really love, like, film and music, criticism and all of that stuff. And the problem is I love to bring this up and have, you know, discussions about, hey, I thought the editing in this was really interesting and subversive in a lot of cool ways. And most people are like, I thought that movie was fine. So the question is, how do I sell myself and not end up just making it sound like I hate their movie because I had a lot of thoughts about it. Are you talking to, like, Spielberg? No. You're not talking to them about their movie. No, that's a good question. Other people, because I need to make friends, and I don't have those. You want to have deeper conversations. Yeah. You want to be friends with Steven Spielberg? (laughs) And you want us to help you with that? No, I... We could, we could. I want to be friends with Bobcat Goldthwait is the point. Okay. Okay. It all ties together. Thank you. Thank um, you, Scott, for tying that bit back together. That was I mean, fantastic. If you're looking for a place to go to have more, and this will be quick, okay. All right. more in-depth conversations about movies and music, my experience has been literally go to any non-Starbucks coffee shop and <laughs> wait about four seconds. I, yeah, I, w- I will also say right across the street, I'm pretty sure he's at college, and they probably have some kind of like film Actually, club. it's not even across the street. I think we're technically in it. <laughs> Um, uh, so that, but also, real quick answer, establish yourself in the group as, like, the person who knows why a thing is, because, like, I, I have friends that, like, know about music, and I'll hear a song, and I'll look at them and say, why do I like that? And they'll go, oh, it's because the way that this, like, diminishes and resolves itself is very satisfying, and so people, I'm like, okay, great, thank you very much. And so being a resource for information like that can, like, really be useful in a conversation, much better to be a resource than kind of like force that information onto someone else. You gotta wait for your opportunity. That, yes, that's, yeah. that's a very good point. The problem there is you you don't just go up to people and like I'm your resource now. Open me up. That's... I'm an encyclopedia. Hey, you no. can try it. Yeah, yeah, you can try it. <laughs> what did All you right. need to know? This. Let's thank you very much. I hope we helped even a little bit. Scott, thank you. All right. I'm gonna get. 
I'm going to get real for a second. I think, well, first of all, this is the first time I've, and maybe the closest proximity to me dunking on a profession as a goof in an episode of the podcast and then being confronted by a practitioner of that profession. I'm sorry that I made jokes about funeral directors. I heard a lot about it the next day. It was all fun and games. Apparently it must not have been a very good goof because nobody here seems to remember that I did it. (laughs) So, that being said, I think something like busting out a gnar vocal fry in the middle of like a funeral speech is actually a pretty great thing because the folks who are there are very sad. and Usually. Usually very sad. And whenever something happens that is like a funny memory of that day during a sad... No, I'm serious. Whenever something funny happens during like a very sad thing that like breaks the tension of it, like best case scenario, that's the stuff you remember from a funeral. And so... 100% serious. Like, that's a good thing that you were providing a moment of, like, levity, even though you're the butt of the joke, maybe, a little bit. If it's, like, a funny memory that they get to take home, then that's a this good thing. This is absolutely true, because it's the kind of thing where, in the moment, it might feel inappropriate, but ten years later is the thing, like, hey, do you remember? Yeah, I do. And, like, you have a strange kind of fond memory... You'll be, a, you'll be the most powerful inside joke between these two people who are experiencing the most bittersweet moment of their life ever. And that sucks for you, but it's so good for them. I, uh, to, break our, to break our own rule for a moment, uh, when we were at our, um, our mom's uh, viewing, uh, uh, one of our extended relatives came up to us and said, I'm so sorry. And I, without really thinking about it, said, we don't blame you. <laughs> sure I was just being a dick because <laughs> I thought I'd earned it. There was, uh, there was but I, like, that's what I remember the most from that day. And that's good because there that's was a lot of bummer shit that bummer we could shit, remember the most. There was somebody who walked up to me and said, your mom's in heaven and she can't wait for you to get there. What? What? Excuse me? Excuse me? She has to. Anyway. I think I think I think providing something memorable like that is gonna make is gonna make the day easier for people. And honestly, think, that should be a focus of your profession from now on. Slapstick. I'm being a hundred. Fo- Here's your coffee. How was self-imposed? How was like oh a pie in the face to the brief, but like you like trip and fall, and it's just like don't mind me, everybody. What am I? There's probably going to be one out of a hundred people who are like, so disrespectful. And the other one would be like, they ripped a big beaver in the middle of it. <laughs> guys, guys. Patch Saddams. <laughs> All right. Does that help? Beyond. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fallon. Uh, uh, wrap up? Yeah, that is going to do it for us. Hey, seriously, you all, thank you so much. You guys have been so cool. Yeah. Tonight, like, I, tonight and yesterday, these two Dallas shows have been the only time that people have, like, started chants before the show. And, uh, have been this is, this is our first live show since January. Yeah, so a little bit of the yips. And it's, it's just, really nice. What do we do in January? I thought that was, was no, sorry, December. December, yeah, right? December. Jesus. Sheesh. Okay. Um, okay, so anyway, we had a, had to shake off some of the rust, and you all have been so, uh, gracious and kind, and thank you so much. Yeah. 
And on a, now that's now sad. on an equally sincere note. If y'all can get to Houston, <laughs> if y'all just want to get tickets and come, or get tickets and don't come, <laughs> don't do that. But if you can get to Houston, you should just come on over to Houston tomorrow. It'll be different jokes. We'll be they might be sold out though. Hold on, me. Ch- nope, tickets nope. are available. Tickets available. Plenty of great for seats. this one. This one you can come um, to. Thank you to the McFarland for having us. This yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, thank thank you, to- you to. We didn't thank him last night, but I will tonight. Thank you to American hero Paul Saboran. Thank you to our Paul and Storm. GeoCities.com forward slash Studio City. You can hear more. Angel Fire. Slash Angel Fire. You can hear some of Paul's music. Uh, Thank you to our real daddy. 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 I forgot his name. Uh, Also, speaking of Paul, um, Paul and Storm um, are also some of the organizers of the Joko Cruise, which uh, cabins are on sale for now. Um, and they are going fast. I don't know why I'm looking at you. I know that that's true. They're going fast. So jococruise.com. Come, s- come sail away. Uh, that is their, that's their tagline. Thanks, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for use for a theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Damn. And thank you to you. Every week on My Brother, My Brother, Me, which you do not know if you've not listened before, but I will tell you now we have a closing question from Griffin, something that we return to the next week after thinking about it. Griffin, what is the final question this is of like this episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me? Whatever is one past a hat trick, because this is Adrian Cowles again with the closer. Crushed it. It's from Yahoo Answers user Lady May who asks, High school constipated my vape and won't give it back. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Are you tired of trying to keep up with the news cycle? Is bad stuff happening too fast for you to process? Don't you wish there was an easy way to find out about only the most important info you need? Hi, we're Lisa. And Emily. (laughs) Why don't you try our podcast, Baby Geniuses? On each episode of our podcast, we discuss a weird Wikipedia page, such as Flatulence Humor, Clamato, Catalan Witches, Slippy the Microsoft Office Helper, Death During Consensual Sex, and The Talking Mongoose. We ask each other stupid questions. Uh, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you got a packet with like 300 seeds in it, what kind of plant would you choose the seeds to be? <laughs> <laughs> That felt like you were assigned to ask me a question and there were certain words you weren't allowed to use. We talk about Martha Stewart, her pony, and other celebrity horse news. Ben Chunch. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something we don't know.